Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Peter Torres. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Tuesday. Um, getting after it this week. Continuing. Podding. Um, trying to be consistent. Um, keep posting episodes. Um, pretty random news, but I got jury duty this week, I think. So, curious to see how that goes. Um, pretty random, but anyways, I got one of my good friends, one of my close friends, my former teammates, Chris Turco. On the podcast, I figured I wanted to. Uh, so he's a he's one of my good friends. He we played poker. We talk about poker for a while. We talk about he's currently he has a side job as a bouncer. So I figured I wanted to have some uh, perspectives, some thoughts, some like what it's like being a bouncer for this type of episode. Because you know everyone, every, you know I I talk about going out a lot, but you never talk about the bouncers. You know, like they they got it tough. It's not an easy job. It's um. It's uh he gives us a little insight of what it's like to be a bouncer, you know. So um, figured I'd, I'd, I'd definitely a different type of episode, but it was a great conversation with my boy Chris, and I think we had a great time. And um, yeah, I know we got to be playing some poker soon, boys, Albany boys. If you're listening to this, we uh we're we're due for a game for sure. But um, hope everyone enjoys the episode, and uh, you know, continue to have a great week, continue to grind, continue to get after it, and uh, have a great Tuesday. Hit it. teammates one of my good friends chris turco former u albany baseball beast um amazing poker player probably extremely intimidating bouncer <laughs> at a bar i figured i'd have chris on because uh he's one of my good friends and uh we've had a lot of experiences a lot of fun playing poker together and he's been a bouncer the past few months and i uh, just wanted to hear about some of his uh, endeavors, some of his experiences, and get a view from a bouncer perspective, too. So, uh, Chris, how are we? My boy, Peter. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to get talk about this, get things rolling. Um, you're, you've been killing it. I've been listening to every podcast, so I'm excited. Now, how does it feel to be one of the most intimidating people I've ever met in my life? What's that? I said, how does it feel to be one of the most intimidating people I've ever met in my life? Honestly, like, dude, I get I get that every night um, <laughs> like when I'm bouncing. People are like, dude, I don't know how you do this. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's like, whatever. It's fun. Yeah, you're good. So let's get into how you even got into it in the first place. I remember you told me you were playing cards with uh, some of your friends and then they were able to link you into this job, right? Yeah, so I was playing in a card game down here. Um and one of the bartenders actually was playing and he was like, I knew he bartended there. I knew like who he was like, and uh, I was just asking him, I was like, dude, like I'm looking for a second job this summer to try and make a couple extra bucks. And he's like, yeah, I'll talk to the guy, whatever. So through cards, I was able to meet like a bunch of people down there. Even the bouncing job, I was able to meet a lot of people. So it was pretty cool. He hooked me up with it. 
So it was just like that. It was like instant. He was like, listen, like, I think he'd be perfect for the job. And then, yeah, was- dude, like one week um, I was talking to him. And I was like, yo, uh, I know like with COVID and everything, you guys are probably hurting for a bouncers. And he's like, yeah, I'll talk to the guy. The next week we're playing one of the dudes um, that like is like my boss now. He comes up and he's like, yo, uh, Thank you, but, uh, what I was saying, the dude comes up and he's like, he's like, dude, you, he's like, you're big as shit. You want a job? And I was like, yeah, like I was like, I'm ready to make a couple extra bucks. So he's like, all right, when do you want to start? I said, whenever you need me. So he's like, all right, you start tomorrow. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I get there. I get there. I walk up to him. He's like, all right, come in the back. He gives me a shirt. He throws me a shirt and he goes, all right, get out there. Is Full there, bar, I was going to ask, is there any training when it comes to being a bouncer? You just got to be big no, as he shit. He throws me the shirt. He throws me the shirt. I put it on. He's like, all right, get out there. It's Memorial Day weekend in a short town packed you couldn't even move 20 minutes in i'm throwing people out at the end of the night i was like yo how do i do he goes, he goes, at the end of the night he, i was like how do i do he goes dude i love you come back tomorrow <laughs> no you're where's so your I, bar then, your ever bar since is... then, i was gonna originally start working just like the weekends just for a couple make an extra couple of dollars and then dude it's it was awesome like the people that like i was able to re, um like meet up with people that I haven't talked to in like four or five years that I just ran into. And it was like cool seeing everybody. It's fun. Like the regulars probably know you like OD now. They're like, they know they see you all the time or like, so I actually just recently, I recently got put on like the door recently just to like, just like train to like start carding people and everything and like recognizing the regulars and like letting the regulars in. And then like, now that I, if I go out to like their bar or something, they hook me up when I go out there and shit. Oh, nice. So it's like a nice little connection you got. Now, so your like, bar, like tonight, like, good. Your bar is in Philly, right? Uh, it's in um, North Wildwood. North Wildwood. Okay, 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 okay. So it's a short town. Like on the, the strip that we're on, there's like five other bars. And then we usually stay open the latest. Everybody who like works at the other bars, when they close, everybody comes to our bar. Oh, that's awesome. So it's like all, all the bars, like they're on like its own little group and you guys are like, it's not just your bar. Like you guys have like a little connection going on with, with uh, like all the other bars. Uh, yeah. uh, like, like they call it like industry night, like where everybody from like who works usually takes off like Mondays and they go out. And like, I run into a lot of people that come in when I'm working or I'll go to their work, throw them a couple extra bucks. Mm-hmm. I heard... um one of the things, like, if you ever want to, like, you know, I mean, I guess be buddy-buddy with, like, a bartender or, like, you know, the bouncers, you know. And, like, you know, that's always good because, you know, it's always good to walk into a bar and, like, you know the employees because, like, I don't know, it makes you look – it makes you look a little bit cooler. It makes you look a little bit more like you are comfortable in the situation. Um, they say, like, go out – you should go out on Mondays and Tuesdays because that's when, like, you know, the bartenders and – you know, the bouncers are actually going out. Yeah, Mondays and Tuesdays, usually everybody's out. Um, yeah, say it again. I said, basically, like, I heard, I saw a video that, like, every Monday, and t- like, Monday, Tuesday is good to go out to, like, meet the bartenders and meet the bouncers. Because, like, when you go out and, like, you know the employees, it, like, it boosts your confidence. It makes you look like a better person. It makes you look like you know what you're doing when you walk into a bar. Oh, yeah. And- and so like, dude, once I started working there, like I made it a habit to like actually recognize the people who come in like daily yeah. just because they're, they throw their money around. They're good tippers. They're good people. So when I go to their places, 
I try to do the same thing, like have their back. They have like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, like a mutual, a mutual agreement to like help each other out. Almost. Yeah. Like when they're, in, when they're in the bar, I always got their back. Like one dude from a uh, bar down the street, he, uh, he got in a fight the other day and I like threw the one dude out that was like bothering him. And he's like, people are coming up to me. Oh, why didn't you throw that dude out? Blah, blah, blah. And like nobody, nobody like knows like these people are like they come in here every day. They, they hook it up. They're like it's pretty much like a one big family. Yeah, it's like it's almost like now like almost like they're like your friends and you know that they're gonna treat you well. So you might as well kick the other people that like don't you don't know out. So now that if I go like to their bar or something, they'll like give me like a couple extra drinks for free. Like they'll hook me up, so I hook them up. You know what I mean when they're in there. I was gonna say one of my questions that I had was like, do you ever? Have you ever done it like sober? Like, do you ever do it for a night sober? Like, what bounce? Yeah, I feel like I don't see bouncers drink ever. I feel like I feel like I never. I, mean, I feel like they're always sober and just dead in the corner. I mean, honestly, I probably would get in a lot of trouble if I drank on the job. Like between me and you, like I, I'll have like a couple of drinks here and there, but like nothing crazy. Most of the nights, I am sober. So yeah, I was gonna like, say you gotta be you gotta be sober because like those people, you gotta be focused and like locked in, like. Dude, I'm telling you, like, you will think, like, the, the slowest nights are usually one of the worst nights because it's, like, everybody's all in there bombed and, like, dude, I'll tell you, it was, a, it was a Tuesday night. There was five fights from 1 o'clock until 3 o'clock in the morning. 1 o'clock a.m. to 3 a.m., there was five different fights. And I'm like, dude, it's a Tuesday night. That's because those people that are planning to go are not planning to just, like, have a good time. Like, they're planning to actually, like – inebriate themselves and now that like i'm working like in the bar industry and like seeing that the shit that we used to do at pearl i'm just like oh man yeah i was gonna say like how how different is it like i like being in a crowded setting like so dead sober like how is like do you ever like look at people and you're like dude i could these people are absolute idiots like i could sit there and people watch all night long dead sober it's dude it's hilarious like seeing like some of the shit that people do i'm just like some dude, of the shit people think. say. Uh, dude. <laughs> like, uh, dude, you'll be surprised. Like, there's, like, dudes that I got to kick out just because they're, like, creeping on girls and shit. Like, not even, like, starting fights. They're just being weirdos. Like, I got to kick them out. It's just, like, dead sober. You, like, pick up on all this stuff. Whereas, like, if you were, like, drinking, you probably were, like, ah, whatever. You'd be, like, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be how, like, how does that conversation go if you see a guy creeping really hard and you're, like, all right, you just got to go. Do you just say... All right, buddy, get uh, dude, out. Like, I was like, uh, I, so the one incident that happened, I was like, yo, buddy, you got to leave. And he's like, why? And I was like, I got a couple complaints about girls that you're like, uh, like creeping on them, blah, blah, blah. I said, if I get one complaint, it's whatever. But if I get more than one, like you got to go. Yeah. And like some people are like, all right, my fault. Like, and then you get other people who are like, I'm not leaving. So then that's when it's, that's when it just like flips the switch. That's a that, yeah. Any sign of disrespect, then like you know, you're you're the superior. You know? Yeah, like, dude, like I'll come up to y'all, pretty chill. Like I'm like, yo, you can't do that here. Like you gotta leave. Like usually I'll let shit go on like once or twice. If I see you doing it like three or four times, I'm I'm just like, dude, you gotta go. What's uh, what's what's like the number one thing that's like pissed you off? Like what what has gotten you like to your highest point on the job? Um, when I come up to you, like chill, like I'll come up to you and I'll be like, all right, yo, Pete, it's time to leave. And then you will hit me back with like, I'm not leaving. 
and then like shut the hell away. up. Oh, yeah, like uh, shut up. I'm not leaving. Like push me away. And that dude, that's when I flip the switch. I was gonna say any any sort of if someone puts any type of hands on you, I think uh, yeah, you're dead. Once, you're dead. Yeah, like dude, like I'll I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll go back and forth with you for a little bit, but as soon as you touch me, you're going the fuck out. Like I'm yeah. taking you out. That's how it's how it should be though. Like I feel like, like I dude, feel listen, like, like I've been there before I got like you know what I mean? Everybody's gotten kicked out of the bar at least once, like just for being fucked up or or doing something stupid in the bar. So I understand. Yeah. But like once you disrespect like people that work there or people that are in there trying to have a good time, it's just like, dude, we don't need that. You know what I mean? At least you understand like you have that perspective because like you know, like you said, everyone's been kicked out of a bar, but like it's actually nice that you're not like a hard ass, like because I've seen people get kicked out for doing like the slightest like you know dude you know me like yeah i look like i'm a fucking hard ass like all the time i I always look like i'm pissed off but like i'm a reasonable person like i've been there before you know what i mean yeah absolutely it's 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 everyone's got beer muscles you know when they when they got alcohol i understand that but one thing that doesn't fly there is fighting like as soon as you like get an altercation or whatever it's like dude no one though like have you ever like have you ever like when there's been a fight like in the bar like what do you what do you do like do you like fucking tackle them like is that what you guys do dude so <clears throat> do you bear hug i could like tell you the, this one story like i could keep it like minor details i can't go into like crazy details but so the one day this dude and i guess his boy were arguing and like a couple bouncers told him like yo if you want to argue just go outside like we're, we're not like crazy about it right now so they're like all right whatever we're roommates blah 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 we live together and then uh I see them go at it again, and the same bouncers are like, yo, it's time like, stop arguing or go outside. So then I'm talking to my mom, one boy, me and my boy are in a mid-conversation, and I see these dudes arguing at the corner of my eye. So I was like, yo, you got told four or five times to knock it off or go outside. It's just time to go. You both got to leave. The one kid's like, I'm not leaving. and pushes me. So I was like, oh, it's time to go now. <laughs> I got to pick them up. I fucking yoked them up. Next thing I know, Dude's fucking latched onto my arm. He bit my arm. I'm like like dragging him out like this by his neck. He's latched onto my arm. He bit my arm. I let go. And then I think he's like, he's got a hold of my foot. I'm like, it's like the scene. I don't know if you ever seen um, the scene out of, uh, what's it? What's that movie? Uh, White House Down. What he's like, the president's like, get off my Jordans. (laughs) I've never seen that. Dude, that that was like what the scene was like. That was like, I was like, dude, get off my foot. Like, and then once we do, once we throw the people out, the cops really just walk over and squash everything. I was just saying the cops sitting outside of your bar. Cause that's definitely helpful. Most, because like, dude, where our, where our bar is, it's like, just like all bars. There's probably like four or five bars. Yeah. And the cops just all hang out. And like, they have the, they have like most of the roads blocked off. Yeah. I feel like it's smart for them to be like when we were at DJs in I think, New um, Jersey. I like, think they left it like that after Corona. They left it all blocked off like that. Yeah. So the cops smart, just like though. patrol the cops just patrol up and down the strip really. But um for the most part they're just hanging out out front of our bar because our bars usually gets the craziest. Yeah. But, like every time I throw somebody out and they like try and like come back in or bullshit, the cops just grab them. Yeah, I feel like that's at that point it's out of your hands and it's like, you like know, they're, dude, I, they're like, right I, there. I yeah, dude, I don't want to see nobody get locked up. You know what I mean? Like we throw you out, dude. There's no hard feelings. Come back the next day, don't act like a dickhead, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not, you're not doing anything, you know, fighting is not, eh, I mean, technically it could be illegal, but like, if it's like right in front of a cop and it knocks someone well, out. Yeah, if it's right in front of the cop, the cop's going to lock you up. 
Yeah, exactly. But like being an asshole at a bar is not a, a felony, I guess. Uh, not, not really. Like, dude, it happens to everybody. Like, we understand. Like, sometimes people just get too like they get too messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, or somebody bumps into somebody or whatnot. Yeah, shit, shit happens, you know. And, and like, you know, it's just at the end of the day, you're just doing your job. You know, it's not like you're trying to. If anything, you would hope a good night is to get get a lot of tips, not really have to brush anyone off, and that's it, right? Like that's yeah, that's what you would hope for. Time. Yeah, it's nothing crazy, dude. One of the one of the first nights I was there, like I said, they they threw me a shirt. They said, "All right, get out there," and like within twenty minutes, I was throwing somebody out. That's how crazy it was. Like <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor, I see the kid he's fucking lighting up a blunt. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I, I literally said to him, I was like, dude, you can't be serious, right? And he goes, what are you talking about? And, like, slides the blunt to his boy. I said, well, now you both are leaving. Dude, I feel like some people do, like, the most absurd – think they can get away with the most absurd things. I literally looked at him. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? People like to vape and stuff. Do you guys kick people out for vaping? Nah, like, as long as you're not blowing, like, crazy clouds. like we don't. That's really what I'm saying. I hate when people, like, throw it, like, right in the air. I'm like, yo, like, at least try and be somewhat discreet about something, yeah, you know? We, we don't take that, like, too seriously. But, like, I mean, if you got, like, one of those big-ass, like, box vapes and you're blowing a cloud, like, we're going to be like, yo, go outside. Yeah. Um, what do you here's a uh maybe a tough question. What do you think is underestimatedly like hard about being a bouncer? Like what do you think that's like annoying that people don't think about when when it comes to bouncing? Oh uh, it's kind of a hard question. I was just thinking about I, I was actually talking to one of my boys last night. I think one of the hardest parts is getting everybody out of the bar when we close and turn the lights on. Oh, because like you got like because you got like I said, like you got all the regulars who stay until the bar closes and they're all friends with the bartenders and whatnot. And they're all friends with everybody in the bar. And it's like, dude, the lights go on. We still give you another half hour until the music stops. Yeah. Right. If we say the bar's closing at three, three oh one, everybody should be out. Yeah. But the hardest part is like once the lights come on, keeping everybody who's outside out and trying to get everybody who's inside out like. Like, like I said, like, most of us are dead sober. So, it's like, dude, speed Probably the process like so up. tired, too. Yeah, like, and like, I, like most of us, dude, most of us bouncing is not, like, our only job. Like, all of us, all of us have second jobs. Like, we all just do it for, like, extra cash. And, like, it's, like, a good time, like, seeing people and, like, meeting new people and shit. But, like, dude, I'll tell you, it takes, like, a half hour to kick people out. We're like, dude. Cause like they're drunk idiots. They're not really listening. They're not. They're not assholes either, though. They they're normally like good vibe people. I would oh say. yeah, you see them they're, when they're they're not like them. fighting or anything. They're just no. like they just they just don't they just don't want to stop the party. Like you ever seen like a drunk person that's so into a conversation that like they don't hear nothing else? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's every night at the end of the night. Like realistically, uh, if everybody got out by three o'clock, I would be home at three fifteen. Nah, I usually get we close at three. I usually get home like four four thirty. Four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked. How far are you? How far are you from the place? You can't be that far, right? So the town that I'm in is, uh, dude. It's a the island is only five miles long. That's so, not bad. So it's broken up into Wildwood Crest, Wildwood, and North Wildwood. I'm like over in the crest, so like the opposite ends of the island. But like, dude, you could. The one night I was out drinking, and uh, it was like one of my off nights on Monday, mm-hmm. and. One of my boys was bouncing that night, and he goes, "Yo, you all right?" I looked at him. I said, "Dude, 
I'm fucking <laughs> And he's like, he's like, yo, you need a ride home? I said, no, nah, I just need to walk it off, dude. I walked like three miles home <laughs> in like sandals, like in like in sandals and like a tank top. I walked it off like three miles. The next day I went into work. They're like, yo, you good? I said, dude, I'm still wrecked. <laughs> that's dude. That's got to be great when if one of your boys is the bouncer, like he's literally bouncing. Yeah. And like. If I'm in there drinking and like shit happens, like I'll help the guys out because like there's a, a couple of the dudes are like pretty small that at work there, and like if if something were to happen, like the one dude's like 56, he's not doing nothing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You probably seen him on my story the one day I, I had him fucking rumble. <laughs> I think I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but like that's actually that's crazy. Now you said you were working the door. That dude, that the working the door is a pain in the ass. I feel like working the door, you gotta be like, you gotta be on your shit. Like you that, gotta be locked in. Yeah, that's something you can't drink while you're doing. Um, Did you get any? You get any? You have any fake ID stories? Like any bad ones? Um, actually, I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was Saturday. Girl walks up to me like in a, with a group. She's, like, fumbling through her purse, like, oh, I can't find my ID. They're all, like, waiting in the street. Like, you could just tell that, like, one of the people in the group has a fake ID just by the way they're all acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to, she goes last. Everybody else goes in. I, I look at – we have a black light, but I looked at it, and I said, dude, your ID is fake. I put it in my pocket, and she's like, really? I said, yeah, you want me to hit it with a black light? She goes, yeah, why not? I hit it with a black light. I said, that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> she goes all right can i at least have it back i was like nah get out of here like i'm gonna just give it to the cops or whatever i mean yeah the co- aren't the cops like right there yeah she's like oh yeah okay you go check with the cops and i was like go right ahead you can you can check they're not gonna do anything though i feel like i feel like in that scenario like, i think one time i feel like one like i just i don't have the confidence or like to be like yo like i like take it i take it i used to take it right away i think one time i was like he was like, this is fake. And I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. Like, you're right. And then yeah, I like, that's at that point in time, even if it's a real ID, they say it's fake. You're still not getting in no matter how much you are. Yeah, 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 like, exactly. It's, it's a private establishment. If the bouncer, the door guy says you're not coming in, you're not coming in. Like, yeah. It's just as simple as that. And like, dude, we don't really, we get a lot of fakes, but like we get a lot of people with like duplicate IDs who look like each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it'll be a real ID, but then you got to really look at the picture to see if it's them. Yeah, that shit's hard, especially at night. That's why uh, the one of the bars at um, on Long Island, the Boardy Barn place, they the line takes so long because the guys like look at the the person for like twenty seconds. Yeah, like you got <laughs> they look like at literally stand there. there. <laughs> like dude, whereas like people Day- just be like here, here, you know. Dude, Memorial Day weekend, our line was like an hour, hour and a half long. It was <laughs> it was bad. Like Memorial Day weekend, it was crazy packed down there. Yeah. Um, I think one time one of the bars in Albany, I don't think it was there when you were around, but um I went to it and I had a fake and I he went like this, he took it and he scratched it like with his finger and the numbers, the date like was ripped off. Like it wasn't even plastic, it was like the the oh, ink or whatever that was or what that was like pushed into the to the card. He like scratched it and it was like here and he gave it back to me. He's like, here you go. He's like, get out of here. I was like, and like, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I got it back, but it's literally ro- ruined. 
I don't really have too many like experiences with like me personally using fakes because like I never really needed one. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I always kind of older, older like, bigger. Yeah, <laughs> I never really used one. Like even when I was back home, like everybody knew who I was, and they just like kind of like let me in the side door and shit. Yeah, yeah. I I, I gotta say, probably the 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 line at the door is like that's got to be like so you got to be so focused too it's like whereas like if you're inside you're just watching everyone you're just making and sure dude, like, you know what the worst part is so when when like on busy nights we'll have two dudes outside we'll have the one dude i in and then we'll have another dude checking stamps on the sideline but then like you get all the regulars who come up to the sideline who don't wait in line but like this summer i was kind of new to the whole fucking like waiting like the whole job so I was like still trying to understand the regulars and they're like, dude, let me the fuck in. I'm here every night. I'm like, listen, if my boss says it's all right, you're allowed to come in this this way. But like, I, that's what I really like took, t- like taking people's faces down, like serious, like recognizing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like those people will treat you well once like they know you, you know? Yeah. Um, dude, like this is probably one of my favorite jobs that I've had my whole life. It's like... That's what I'm saying. It sounds like, like you're having a blast. That's why dude, I like, wanted you on. Like, dude, like between the people that I see, like the things that I see, <laughs> it's like, you know me, dude. I love fucking like getting into action. I love getting into fights. You know me. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, dude, I, I feel like this job was literally meant for you, which is why. Dude, just picture, just picture a bunch of me's just all working together, breaking each other's balls like all night long. Like, <laughs> do you ever, every, do you ever yeah. get like some like cracked, like probably some like drugged out people like chewing your ear to talk about god knows what like do you ever hear some absurd things so so one of the nights um that so we have like a girl who does the cover and then we have like a stamp guy yeah so the one dude the one day the dude called out so i was like all right whatever i'll stand for him like like protect the money protect the girl who's doing the money and then like stamp um i see some like real like sketchy dude walk in and i like I got right away, like alarms are going off. I look at his pocket. He's got, um, he's got like a switchblade hanging out of his pocket, like a clip to his pocket. And I was like, yo, buddy, like hand that over. You ain't, you ain't coming in with that. He's giving me, he's like all fucking like jumpy. He's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. like, I'm like, yo, you're not coming in with that. You can hand it to me or you can just leave with it. And he, so he hands it to me. He gets his stamp, he pays whatever. And then I see him leave out the side door. So I'm like, all right, I remember this dude's face. He's gone for like 20 minutes. He comes back and I'm talking to him. Like, I'm like, oh, where'd you go? Just like see what he did. As he's walking up the front steps, his shirt pops up and the one bouncer behind him sees an 11 inch blade hanging out of his, like, like, dude, what? so we were like, yeah. So like we flagged the cops over. And we're like, yeah, get this dude out of here. Here, dude was like wanted for like some crazy, he had like warrants out for his arrest and shit. What in the world? That is There's so only- crazy. Dude, where I'm from, if you carry one of them, there's only one thing you're trying to do with it. Yeah, of course. Where the hell do you even get that? You know, like, let me just pull out. Let me get out of the bar real quick and get a 20 minute. Let me get a. What, Dude, he literally, he literally had a fucking like 11 inch blade just hanging in it, like tucked in his shirt, like in his waistband and behind him. Yeah, you got fucking 10 Bundy pulling up to your bar. <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah, that's one thing that I did like about Pearl was uh, you had to go through a metal detector when you went in there. Yeah, that is. I mean, that's the only bar. I've ever had to do that for, but if there is a bar that had that needed that, it was that bar. Uh, yeah, dude, that was in a, that's in a shitty area. Like, like here, I'm in I'm in a short town. Like, like what? How like crazy could it get? But dude, you got um, 
you got like people from New York, you got people from Northeast Philly, you got people from South Philly, you got people from Delaware, like Newark, you got people people from all over coming, coming down the shore just to like, and like most of the time it is regulars, but most of the time, like on the weekends, you get people who are like making day trips who want to like go out and drink and shit. So you, you get, you see everybody. Yeah. Probably some wild stuff though. I can't even, I can't even imagine. You ever get, um, this actually happened the other day when I was with, um, when I was at, at Jersey Shore. You ever get like fake stamps? Like, do ever people ever try to be like that down bad to try and get in with like a fake stamp? Yeah. Um, so every night during the weekends, like whenever we do a cover, we change the color of the ink. And yeah. every bar, every bar will have a different stamp. Like some bars will do wristbands, some bars will do stamps. We, no bar down here will do like the same stamp just for that reason. Yeah. That's smart though, because then you guys, if they want to switch bars, at least you got to pay something, you know. But um, look, yeah, dude. And most of the time, the cover down here is like five or ten bucks. Like, dude, you're gonna go uh, in there. That's nothing. Yeah, two hundred bucks. What's five or ten dollars, really? Yeah, that's true. Um, when we were when we were at, we went to DJs and Thor had one of his stamps, and his boy was like, he was like, yo, 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 let me just print my stamp on you, and it, it like it was a word. I don't remember what the word was, but he like presses forearms like really hard so then we're outside the bar like leaving and his friends are trying to get in and the one kid tries to do it and the, the guy looks at it and he's like he's like this is backwards he's like see him he points to the cop he goes go to the cop <laughs> the cop goes <laughs> he goes come here and it gives him like a 200 dollars ticket <laughs> we see some dumbass people get locked up so like, dumb for no good reason and dude the cops will give you the benefit of the doubt out front they'll warn you three times after the third time you're getting locked up that's what i'm saying like no no one's ever like that bad like the cops aren't that bad like they see so much there's probably so much shit they can arrest people for but they probably let it slide because it's just so they're probably so outnumbered to begin with yeah i threw i one time i fucking locked like fucking got this dude that had this fucking big ass meathead i got him locked up in a headlock I threw him out and he's like running his mouth. He's like, I'll beat you the fuck up. Like step outside. So I like step outside and then the cops are like waiting right behind them. And I'm like, listen, dude, we can, we can walk around the block. You don't got to do this right here. You're going to get locked up or I'm going to get locked up. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Blah, blah, blah. I'm telling the cops lock me up and the cops are like, yeah, walk away. So then he starts getting into it with the cops. I go inside and then like, I'm like peeking out the front door just like see if he's going to get locked up. He's screaming at the cops, lock me up, lock me up. The cops say, say it one more time, we're going to lock you the fuck up. So the cops lock him up, and he starts resisting. He spit on the one cop. It's like, dude, oh. you, you're literally asking for it. Like, I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> There's no logic in that whatsoever. Not, but, not at all. I mean, I don't like know. It. Maybe you want to say the story that you went to jail or something, but like. Uh, there's dude. no there's no gain in that whatsoever. And dude, the one thing that I don't understand about every bar is I do not understand why bars or nightclubs sell bottles. Like full bottles? Like not even full oh, bottles. Oh, you mean like just at like, a table? Like beer bottles. No, like just like beer bottles. Oh, 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 oh. Dude, that's just asking for trouble. I mean, people could literally like, smash. Dude, them. I've seen I've seen somebody take a beer bottle off the thing and just crack somebody in the head and put it down like nothing happened. Like, like you see some crazy stuff in there. I'm like, dude, you would think like we would stop serving bot, like selling like bottles of beer. <laughs> like, I- that's why I like that now. Like Bud Light, they had like the what do you call it? Like, aluminum. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those, those are such a good alternative. But yeah. like, I don't know. Like that's actually so. I actually never thought about that. I mean, probably because I've never seen anything like that before. Dude, like every big brawl that happens, somebody's getting cracked in the head with a bottle. And like, dude, I seen. I don't know if you've ever been hit with the head with a bottle. I know it hurts way more if it doesn't break. If it doesn't, oh yeah, hundred percent. It hurts way more if it doesn't break. Like in there with a baseball in your head. <laughs> that ass, that's so bad. Oh my god, that's funny though, man. I'm actually, I'm like, I'm like, when you told me you were a bouncer, I was like, yeah, it's literally the perfect job for Turk, though. Literally, that's what all my boys are like. Yo, like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, oh, I just got this bouncer job. They're like, dude, we got to see you in action. Like, that's like a perfect job for you. I feel like your boys would be like, yo, we gotta go, <laughs> go to the bar now. Yeah, dude. Um, I would so, be like be more enthusiastic to go. Like if you if you were like uh, at yeah. one of the bars. Like, oh, yeah. It's a good time, bro. Like like at first I was like just delivering food down here. And then like I said, I was playing in that poker game and like one of the bartenders was there. I was just bullshit with him. I was like, yo, if you need like help down there, let me know. And he's like, Yeah, I got you. So then the one day the, the other dude comes up and he's like, like I said, I used like, yo, you're big as shit. What do you want? A job? I said, yeah. I said, I said, I don't care. Like, if you guys need help, I'm willing to help out. So then, and then the best I, decision ever. <laughs> then now that you play poker, just from playing poker, of, yeah. dude, it's one of my it was one of my favorite summers so far. That's awesome, though. So, how you doing with the poker grind? Though, I, like, uh, do you still work at the casino? Do you ever? Didn't you used to work at a casino? Uh, poker was like my job for a little bit. <laughs> when are you when are you hitting Vegas? Dude, I, I was trying to go at the end of the summer, just like save up as much money as I can, go out there for like two weeks, just like play poker and live out there, check it all out. It's not but a like, bad gig, you know? Dude, like I was always around cards. Like, dude, I, I love playing cards. It's like, it's like not gambling to me. Like, it's like, you know what game. I mean? It's just like a game. Like, I, I love, like, I love playing the game, like, but like messing with people while I'm playing, just like studying the game, like becoming like, like a creature of habit in the game. Like it's because like when I was younger, like I would always see like the same people would always win when I would, whenever I would watch like the same faces, I would see them win. So I was like, like there, it ain't always luck. Yeah. There's, there's, there's always, there's of course there's some skill in them. Comes so to then poker. I started looking more into it. And as I was getting older, I started taking it more serious. And then once I turned 21, I was like, really took it serious. Like studying, like down to like, the math and and like the like psychology behind the game and yeah. like like studying people's tendencies and like whatnot. So I, I I really started taking it serious. I always wanted to get a master class. I liked to uh, I wanted to get Negreanu or uh, Ivy's master class, um, just because I like to study the mathematics of it. Just because like I don't know, I feel like I just need a video or something for it. But like, dude, I'll tell you, one of the best players uh, is a dude Doug Polk. He's from he's from like your area. Oh really? He, yeah, he's like I think he, I want to say he's like maybe like an hour or two hours like outside of Long Island. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a real shame that we never got to play at Albany. I mean, I mean like, we, I'm saying at a casino, we played for hours in the apartments, but yeah, dude, it's just because I was dude, I was a baby when we were playing. I know it's crazy. I think some of the players though, they're such fucking assholes though. They would they would come in. You know, I think it was three hundred dollar max buy in two one, like nothing crazy. And you know, people come in three hundred dollars, bet like one fifty, like off the turn or so, or like off the uh, flop. 
like off bullshit, like just because if they had a somewhat decent hand, it's like there was no strategy, and like that shit used to piss me off so much. See, dude, I'd sit down at the casino and wait for those types of people to s- sit down at the table, and their stack would be in my stack within an hour. Yeah, like, like I- I'll sit down and wait for like people that come in and bet like jerk offs just to s- just because they have money. And like, that's a that's a thing though. Like back then, I didn't have all that money to spare. I I would play with one fifty. I'll be like, this is I need to that, I need I cannot lose this money. <laughs> that's where I that's where I really started like learning lessons. Like I I started saving up money, and I was like, all right, every every week I'll put this aside just so I start building up a bankroll, and every week play. I'll put this aside for food, rent, and shit. So I like- keep it. I will keep it separate, and then once I built up a big enough bankroll where I could afford to like make ace high calls and shit, like not be afraid to lose my money. That's when I really started becoming like a better poker player and like really taking it serious. Yeah. Also like understanding the game too, like understanding the risk that you're going in, that you're just not going out because like you don't have a good hand, but like more, more freedom to strategize, which is so much better. Listen, don't get me wrong. There's been days where I took huge downswings and there's been days where I take huge upswings. But that's part like of the game, though. Yeah, dude. Like, every, like, like everything in life, you just gotta stay like you gotta stay even keeled the whole time, just like in baseball and shit. It's just a long, it's a long term thing. Like, you're always gonna have bad days. Like, it's that's what it, it's just. It's part of the. It literally is relatable to baseball, though. Like, you could hit the shit out of the ball and the one day get caught, get line out every time, or hit a ball at the track and it gets caught. Like, you still go zero for five. Like you could have an ace, you can have pocket aces and lose to 10-6 off suit because they had two pair on the on the on the on the river or something. And that dude, that's like that that was like one thing that like really helped me like like humble myself was just like at, even at your highs, stay humble. So yeah, like you just gotta stay even keel. Dude, I remember there was times where I like was at the casino, I lost like well over fucking like three grand. Yeah. But that, that wasn't, like, from poker. It was, like, from, like, playing table games. So, like, in, in like, certain states, you can um, blacklist yourself from the casino. Oh, really? So, you, like, you, like, ban yourself. But if I do that, I wouldn't be able to play in the poker room. Like, I wish I could, like, blacklist myself just from, like, blackjack, roulette, and all that stuff. Because in poker, I, I can take a loss. But if I'm sitting at the roulette table or blackjack table, I'm like, oh. I all hate I those games. Do, all I got to do is bet this, and I'll be even. And that's what gets me. Yeah. I hate I hate those games so much. I hate blackjack. I mean, I like blackjack, but I hate playing. Like, I hate yeah. if that's my only option of it's to have fun. Set up, it's set up for you to lose, anyways. Yeah, it's so it's so inevitable for you to lose, and you know, roulette is just all luck. There's no skill. Like at least poker, there's some sort of skill or some yeah. sort of strategy, which makes it so much more fun. You know, so I mean. I, I I remember you sending me pictures of you like on a roll with your stacks, and I was like, I haven't I haven't played poker at a casino in probably since Albany, because I think I I actually went one time and during COVID they took the tables away. Yeah, for for a little bit it was like glass dividers. You got a mask. You can barely hear what the fucking person next to you is saying. Yeah, God forbid. And like, dude, when I when I play, I like talking shit. Like, you you play with me before, you know. I like chirping at people. Like, yeah. And like, part of the game is being able to have like a dead read on somebody. Like, if I'm like, ah, oh, like, yo, Pete, like, what do you got? Like, pocket jacks. I'm gonna see how you react when I when I call your hand out or something. Yeah, exactly. 
I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> when we played, when we when we played together, it was pretty serious for me at first, and then I just couldn't. Like after like hour three, I was like, "Yo, I'm just fucking around at this point." Like, dude, like people are like, "Yo, how can you? How can you sit there for hours?" And I'm like, "Dude, three hours is like thirty minutes." Dude, thirty I, I minutes re- is like three hours. I remember one time, one of the home games that I played in, I played for like twelve hours straight. Like, then rolled, <laughs> rolled out of the game and went right to work. It's not like you like need it. Like you don't need you don't need like Adderall. You don't need coffee. Like you could just play. <laughs> like, Bro, I, I literally, I literally worked all day. Went home, took a nap, ate dinner, went to this game, and like, dude, there was like serious money on the table for this game. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm, like I, I like my chances of like how good I was compared to other people there. Yeah, we played until, well, actually, I played until ten the next morning and went to, right to work. They played until three o'clock in the afternoon the next day. They were still playing while I was oh at work. God. Like, like this is like, dude, this is like some shit that you would see in a movie. And, and this game literally went on for like eighteen hours. Jesus Christ, that's so dope, though. Like, <laughs> it's so much fun. You can play for so long. I'm sitting there eating bullshit on my phone, like, dude. Yeah, you don't even fun. look at your phone though. Like, if you have like, f- like, if you keep getting good hands, like, you don't look at your phone. It's like. Yeah, you're, that's not like, supposed, you're not supposed to though. Like you, it's good for you to not look at your phone. That means you're people focused. are like, dude. People are like, bro. How do you disappear off the face of the earth for like hours? Like nobody knows where you're at. Nobody gets a hold of you. I'm like, dude. Like when I'm when I'm playing, like I'm locked the fuck in. Yeah. Well, you know, this could be like a public service announcement for people that don't play poker that listen to this. But like, I started playing. I'll do my story, but I started playing. In college, I taught myself in Georgia one weekend, and then like we just started playing as a team because we had baseball, and our games were like we had games Saturday, so obviously we're not gonna go out Friday, and we would have practice and play for. <laughs> we would play, we would we would finish practice at like what like three four o'clock. We'd be like, all right, everyone go get your food, and we'll meet at the apartment. We play from like five till like eleven thirty. Yeah, and it would be like. I got to the point where, like, one week we played every single day. Like, dude, literally. Uh, now that I'm looking back at it, like the the way we played was pretty. Like, we should have we played tournament style. We should have played cash game. I don't know yeah. why we didn't. We played we played to like knock people out. Which makes, yeah, we played like tournaments like during the week, and we're like, yo, like I got class at eight a.m. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like the last two people are like suffering because they're like. We should have played a. I don't know why we didn't play a cash game because I play cash games with my friends from Long Island all the time, like during COVID. And I was I like, actually, I'm like, is... I'm a bigger cash game. Like, I don't really, I, I'll play tournaments here and there, but like, I'm a bigger cash game guy. Yeah, 100%. Tournament is like a totally different style of play. So it's like, yeah. whereas cash game, you know, you earn how much you want. And like, if you're up a lot, you're trying to get people out, which is like, and like tor- tournament, you're just like fighting to like stay alive and knock people out. Like, it's more like it's more like you're flipping like like ace king versus like a pair like it's it's more like you're always flipping you know what i mean yeah so for the people that don't know tournament means like tournament means like let's say there's six players and the last man standing wins like let's and they win whatever in cash it's like you guys just keep playing and you can keep buying in and you keep playing and like whoever has the stack has the stack like it is what it is um but I, I prefer cash game, I guess. It would it probably would have been a little bit more dangerous though, because probably people would have like bought in for more money. Yeah. Uh, we had a tournament, like we were like, all right, I'm I'm in for five more, like five bucks. Like it's like no, that was like nothing. Dude, I remember um the one night we we played 
poker, and then after poker, we played AC Doocy. Dude, I haven't played AC Doocy in so long. That was such a that was, was hilarious that? when we played in the hotel. <laughs> we, oh, dude, we played in the hotel. We played on the bus. We played in the apartment. Like we played all we played all over the place. That's hilarious. I mean, we were, we were like. That's just that's just some shit though. Like we just never get back. But it was so much fun at the same oh, time. Oh yeah, dude, it was awesome, man. Like, no, we were we were so obsessed with poker. We would play on the bus. We play the mobile game, and we would play for money. And I'll be like, I'll be like sitting on the bus. I'll be like, Yo, Pete, what do you got? <laughs> and we play like, <laughs> on the bus. Like I know Matt's doing something. I'll be like in the front of the bus. I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> Or I would say something like, "Oh, <laughs> like one time I think I had a can- I had like queens or some shit, and I was like looking for the queen, and then oh my everyone God. folds, and I was like, I had trips. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, <laughs> dude. I really like." That's the shit we're gonna say like forever, man. Like that's why I, that's why I think poker too. Like it's not even just like the fact of like the money part. Like when you play with your friends, like that's why like it's a good way to reconnect with your friends oh, for no, yeah. like for just no, like you can just, bullshit. yeah. Even if like, even if like, you're not trying to like, you know, some, some people don't take it seriously. I don't take it seriously sometimes when I'm with my friends, like just catch, like you, you're literally hanging out with like, you know, people that you haven't seen for a while. Like who cares that you're playing a card? Yeah, game? Dude, it's, like, it. <clears throat> it's even like open doors for me for like jobs and like, at, like, like the bouncing job and like other shit. Like, yeah, like, if you're, like, you never know, like, how this card game, it's, like, it's literally just a card game, and, like, you yeah. can meet so many people. Yeah, like, I, I went to the card game with the intention of playing poker, and I walked out with a job the one day. Yeah, and one of my, actually, one of my, I, like, reconnected with two of my best friends from high school from, I taught them how to play poker, and they had, they were friends, like, they had friends that I was not friends with, and now we're, like, best friends because of poker. It's just, like... Yeah. Just because we play, you know, we're sitting for hours playing. Like you're gonna get to know the person by conversation if you just fold your hand and like, what are you just gonna sit there and not do anything? Like you're gonna talk, you're gonna have conversation. But um, yeah, man, I think we got a good, we got a lot of good shit in this episode. Yeah, bro, definitely, definitely good to fucking catch up with you. I haven't. We gotta. I gotta get up to New York or something. You gotta come down here. I have to come down here. I've been. I've been. I've been feeding fool a little bit too much, Alex. If you're listening, I've been uh, a lot of Jersey Shore, but um, I gotta get Dude, down. Like uh, his his Jersey Shore and my Jersey Shore are like they're two totally different worlds. Like you'll be shocked. I am not surprised whatsoever. It's very uh, classy, I guess. Classier, I guess, or some shit, if you would say. Um, but um. Yeah, you can come to New York. Come to New York. You can pull up in my apartment. It's always a good time over here. Um, it's kind of ass in the summer, though, I will say. It's too hot. Yeah. That's why. I, I mean, I mean I, in the summer, I'm down here anyways. Like, I got the beach. I got all these bars down here. Yeah. Like, I don't really go out. I don't really go out in the summer here so far because it's just it's been so hot. And then, like, all these places are so crowded because I think college kids come to the city a lot. So, it's yeah. like. Once the fall comes around, it'll get a little bit cooler. You know, things will get a little bit better. So we'll see. But um, yeah, it was good talking to you, brother. I really, I missed you a lot. Yeah, and my I, man. I, I, I you having me on, dude. This is awesome. What you're doing. 
Yeah, bro. I'm so I'm trying to keep at it. I'm trying to keep at it. So episodes Tuesdays and Fridays, but I'm uh I really I re- I could really go for a poker game. I know we should probably hit up uh, Matt and Travi if they're listening to this, and uh, we should we should play. Yeah, shout out to guys. I miss all you guys, dog. Um, I miss all you guys, guys too. Yeah, like we gotta we gotta regroup with everybody. Get like a big big poker night one night. Drink some beers and catch up. Somehow, some way. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it eventually. But, alright, yo. All right, my man. Thank you for having me on, dog. Peace.